Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Disclaimer. This recording is not intended to be utilized as medical advice or a medical diagnosis. If you think you're in need of medical attention or treatment, please seek it immediately. This recording will also contain sensitive subjects such as binging and purging, weight and depression. Please listen at your own discretion and do what you think is best for you. Hello, public podcast listeners. I hope you guys are doing well. Today's episode will be different. Uh, as it has been the past few months, something always unique and different going on with me. But it's been a crazy week for me, um, a week where I have moved and it's just a little bit up in the air with things. But I'm officially moved into my new place and it was just a busier week than I thought it'd be. Therefore, this episode is going to be quite short and I'm okay with that. I just wanted to touch base with you guys and say hello. But I was thinking about what I wanted to do for this episode. I was originally going to do... Um, an episode about FOMO, and that will probably be next week. But instead of trying to fake my way through an episode about FOMO that I just don't have the capacity to do, even though it affects a lot of people, FOMO and binge eating, I just don't want to do it right now. Um, And I'm going to choose not to push through, even though I could. I just would rather deliver you a quality episode on that at a later time. But Lots has been going on for me and I will update you soon on that. And I feel like I'm finding the place where I can kind of start concentrating on me again. But I wanted to share a story today from a client session that I actually had. I was working with someone that she is over 50. So for those of you guys that are, you know, in the older category of bulimia, a lot of people think bulimia is just a teenage thing, teenage white girl thing. It is most certainly not. Um, she's been struggling with bulimia and her eating disorder for 40 years, uh, a long, long time. And she worked with me about, started working with me about six months ago, around March. And we, maybe later, I don't know, but about six months have, have passed. And today, we've been, it had been a few weeks since we um, had spoke because she's doing so much better. She's now 115 days clean from binging and purging. And I don't usually make my clients count, but she wanted to. And those are just consecutive days. They don't include all of the days. Um, but she's doing so much better. And she actually stopped calorie counting too, which is something she was regularly doing the whole time that we were working together, which is amazing. But today is interesting because she came to the call feeling very sad. And she realized that there was a, such an emptiness without her eating disorder. And there was this lack of connection she was missing in her life. And just really really, truly sad about it, in despair about it. And it was interesting. She was in such pain. And I, I told her, asked her, do you want to change or not feel this pain? Or do you want to feel it? Do you, is there anything we should do about this pain? And she was like, no, I want to feel it. It's kind of therapeutic. It's, it feels right. And she said, the odd thing is, is I feel all, all this pain, but it's hard. I don't want to go back to my eating disorder though. And I know that this pain is because I probably have never allowed myself to feel what's actually going on. And my eating disorder has isolated me to the point where the connection that I felt could feel with other people, I'm not feeling because it was my eating disorder that took the place of that. And so we just were kind of with the pain for a little bit. But then she said something brilliant and I wish I had the quote, wrote it down. Actually, I do have the quote. One second. The quote was that she finally has the space. And what we meant by that is we were talking about how she's longing for connection and this emptiness she's feeling is a loss of connection. But she said, it's interesting. I don't think I would have been a good friend or been able to have the connections I wanted to have while I had my eating disorder. Now that space is here and it's painful, 
but it means that I have room and capacity for it. And I thought it was such a brilliant thing. And the the hard part about it, but a good part about it is that pain is allowing her to have room for more people. It's an emptiness sort of pain. It's a yearning sort of pain. There's something missing that her eating disorder is taking the room of, and now there is room. And it's like clearing out um, you know, I just moved from my apartment to a new apartment and uh, it's weird seeing my room so clean and nothing going on and then coming into another clean space that with nothing in it and then putting stuff in it. Just such a human being sort of thing to do. But I share all this with you for a few reasons. One, that there's hope. You know, I don't know. I don't care how long you've been struggling. I talked to someone the other day that is 63 and is struggling with bulimia and is ready to recover. And um, she's going on this journey. It is, it's never over until you say it's over. You can, you always have a second chance to recover. You can always do um, something to improve yourself upon that. You can always um, change at any time in your life. You don't have to be a certain age. You don't have to be a certain, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, intelligence, anything. I think most people can recover. I think everyone has the capacity to change. So that's one thing. And this is a very hopeful story of this client. And two, just because you recover doesn't mean you'll always feel okay. And that's something I've learned a lot again recently that I think these past few months have been one of the most challenging months from my recovery since I recovered. Honestly, it's been really hard, um, but I've made it through and it was a big, big lesson for me. And, you know, not just because you're recovered doesn't mean everything's fine and you have to have bigger reasons not to go back to bulimia. And then it brings me to a third reason that bulimia it takes up so much space in your life. And we think that's a good thing, that there's nothing going to, there's not going to be anything else to take up that space, but there's so much and you just don't know it until you remove it. And then you can see everything that you need or everything that you're, you're, you're yearning, or you can just discover things, you know? Uh, so I'm having a little trouble speaking today, but um, being sad because your eating disorder gone is gone is not a reason to go back to your eating disorder. But it is a sign that it was fulfilling something for you. And what's great about that is that you can fulfill it in other ways. And what this client said about the fact that she would like more friendship, she would like more connection, and the eating disorder was filling that need, but she didn't have the space right before, and now she does. The beauty of the pain that the eating disorder removal brings you is that you have now a clean clean kind of space in your soul for newness in your life that you haven't yet to be discovered. Even me, I'm discovering so many new things about myself through this journey of um, splitting up with my my partner or my ex, you know, and uh, living this new life in a new city all my own and finding cool new things to do and uh, exploring new connections and just taking each day as it comes and running around the city and exploring new ways that new things that way. It's just a discovery opportunity. It's painful in many, many ways though at the same time. And that's okay. Just because something is painful, just because something's sad, just because something has mixed emotions of bitterness and sorrow does not mean it's not a reason to turn back, especially to bulimia. So hopefully this podcast makes sense. I'm going to post it either way. We're going to commit to it. We're going to make decisions. I just wanted to give you kind of a hopeful, happy story that this person is going through their own recovery journey, that they have had such um, 
an incredible story when it comes to being able to recover after such a long amount of time, but then also running into challenges in their recovery, but then still going strong because they know ultimately it's not because the eating disorder was so good. It's just the eating disorder is fulfilling a need that now they need to find a better way to fulfill that need, which is connection from a person rather than binging and purging on food. Okay. And I'll let you guys go. Never ever give up on yourself, guys. Please don't. I promise, I promise, I promise that I will have the FOMO episode up for you next week. I'm sorry that this episode is just a little bit different. I'm at the end of a journey of mine and I'm starting a new chapter very soon. And thank you so much for being patient with me over the past few months. It's been hard, but I'm also happy I went through it and I feel like I can connect much better to people that are struggling through things like this now that I've gone through it myself. All right, never give up on yourself. 